Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Let's Talk Football podcast. I am here with Harley Collins. How are we today, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, um, I'm looking forward to getting this getting this down to business and getting this podcast done. I'm looking forward to talking today. I'm, I'm just in general you know, looking forward to being a part of this this project and this podcast, and I, I th- I'm thinking it's going to go really well. You know, I did figure find out this uh, they are no really big football podcasts on Anchor, so we might be a big a big part of Anchor. We might be one of the biggest football podcasts exactly. on there. There's a there's a market for this stuff as well, and if there's no there's no big players out there, then I I do believe that we can go out there. And... Yeah, of course. Right, let's start off with Liverpool. That's our topic for today, and as a Liverpool fan myself, it's it's going to be very easy to talk about. So, yeah, obviously you were the perfect man for this. Of course, I'm I'm able to perfect man, my man Sam. Um, know what I'd rather be doing this podcast with, to be honest with you. So, I'm I'm genuinely looking forward to it. So, what do you want to start off with first? Am I Joe of the team? I'm going to start off and I'm going to talk about Jurgen Klopp coming in, into this club. Because at first, right, we, we'd done, we'd had relative success in 2014 with Brendan Rodgers. We'd nearly won the league in the end, we never. He had a bad season afterwards with Rodgers. He got the sack, Klopp came in. Slow start at first, he, but he, Klopp, he was building the foundations. And over time, he, he's turned Liverpool into a real winning team and probably the best Liverpool team we've, we've seen in a good 35, 40 years even. We've not seen a team this good since the 80s for Liverpool. Yeah, I do agree. This team is absolutely magnificent and uh, uh, if the season does get completed, I do think you might be. I think you might break 100 points. Bold, bold prediction. Um Honest, I, I don't. I don't want to say. Um, I'm not going to say anything about um, about that. I think because at the minute, what what we've got to look at is if the season even will continue. Like I genuinely hope it does. I think at, at, to a certain degree, it's completely out of our hands whether the season gets awarded to us, whether it's it's you know scrapped and cancelled. So. Yes. Yeah. 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 But let's talk about Jurgen Klopp first for, for a minute. He's a great manager. Absolutely. Obviously, started. Out- Started at Mainz and he was absolutely fabulous at Mainz. He did well for the yeah, club. Yeah, it was a spoiled club. Uh, then he went to Dortmund and he got he got Dortmund to a Champions League final, which is impressive yeah. in, in itself, all things considered. Then he came he came over to us and he he rebuilt us into what we are now. And look, look at how well he's done that. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Want to move on to the team? Yeah, of course. Um, I'm gonna. Gonna start us off with the goalkeeper, Allison, and you know to bring Allison in for sixty million. People said it was a bit too much, money at first, but honestly, we had goalkeeper problems. Mignolet, as much as I like him, is not really quality enough to be starting. I know we had Carius um in in twenty eighteen. That he done well until the until that you know infamous Champions League final. He made them two mistakes, um. He, he kind of cost us the Champions League a bit and you know I was I was gutted for him and it's kind of ruined his career he got sent two years on loan to Turkey to the best it has and we've only he's only just come back from that loan but Allison, we've brought Allison in and um, he's done a fantastic job he was worth every every single pound we spent on 
Yeah, obviously, and the Allison, he is. 65 million 60, if I'm 65 correct. million something it was something along them lines it was I think he's people do say like the market the market at the minute yeah people say well why do teams like back then teams spending big on goalkeepers was unheard of but teams spending big on goalkeepers now is yeah it's, 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 a, it's coming a bit more more normalised, I think. I think a lot of the time when you don't see goalkeepers go to go to clubs, you don't see goalkeepers get transferred as much as you do outfield players because really you only need one one top goalkeeper. You don't a lot. It's a lot of money to spend to have two world class goalkeepers in one team. One of the keepers probably isn't going to get as much game time as well, so you don't really need two world class keepers, which is which is why you know you get certain positions where you've got you've got two centre backs on the pitch, you get three midfielders on the pitch. And keep in mind that players, outfield players, usually play more than one position. I can't think of any goalkeeper in the world now that can play outfield. But if, well, if they can, they don't tend to. Like we know, we know Edison could possibly play outfield because of his his skills and and his, his passing. But he's obviously much better as a goalkeeper, and so you don't see him play play outfield. Yeah, I. For me, I think. Me, I think goalkeepers. Spending big on a goalkeeper is, is 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 common these days because if you think like goalkeepers these days are coming like be a goalkeeper these days is a position that is very important. Yeah, absolutely. It's all I think to play goalkeeper. It's a very hard position to play. Um, if you make a mistake as a goalkeeper, you get slaughtered for it. We've seen it with Carius. In that Champions League final, but Allison fella doesn't make a lot of mistakes, so and he's just generally you could put an argument in he's the best goalkeeper in the Premier League by a mile, but I think you could possibly put an argument in for him being the best in the world. For me, it's between Allison, or Black, and Ter Stegen. So let's move on to the right back boyhood. Who will find his Alexander name? Alexander Arnold. What what a what a player! We got him from the youth academy. He he he's broke through, and he's done an amazing job. The way he attacks up the pitch, um, though he comes up for the corners, he just covers the right hand flank. A lot of the time, he's a back to the fence, so he doesn't get credit. He doesn't get that. Yeah. He doesn't get that credit for um his defensive skills. But I don't think it's a lack of defensive skill. More so that he has to attack that much on the club system that he isn't back to defend as much. And so that's why he gets he gets you know wrongfully labelled as a bad defender when he, he's really not. Yeah, there is an argument out there that Aaron Wambasaka is a better right back mm, than no, him, but maybe defensively, think... but overall it's gotta be Shens, hasn't it? Yeah. Shen just he just brings that much more to, to it. Um, the table, the way he attacks as well, where you don't see one Bissaka add to add to an attack. You don't see him making plays. I just don't. I just don't think it's up for much of a debate, to be honest. No, he's he's a very good player. No, Wan-Bissaka. I'm not taking I'm that away from him either. He's a he's great. But Ben is just better because he's he can he can play in the midfield and not just right back. He can when he goes forward, he scores goals. And don't I don't think Wamsak has scored many goals. I'm not no, he, it's not. Goals. But like, when 
just when you see Trent's assists and his, his goals, what he contributes to Liverpool's attack, it's it's quite it's quite amazing to to see that he he, he gets so much to do. He's got such a high work rate up, up and down the pitch the way he, he does that. So let's move on to the centre back. Virgil van Dijk from Southampton, seventy five million. They laughed at us. They laughed at us and they said that's that's too much. Too much for Virgil. He's not worth that much money. Yada yada yada. Jurgen Klopp knew what he was doing. And now yeah. we we have seen Virgil van Dijk is the greatest centre back in the world at the minute, and I don't think there's much of a debate as to, as for anyone right now being better than him. Virgil van Dijk was a good player anyway at Southampton. He is the best defender in the world, but at Southampton, he was already very good, and uh, Celtic played striker. Yeah, very good he there can too. play as a striker, which like obviously he doesn't have to, so you don't see him do it at Liverpool. But he's a good he's a good striker. The only reason he doesn't really play striker is because he's he's so good at centre back, and we've got attackers. He's good at free kicks, but you don't really see him take him take free kicks because we've got Shen that can take them. We've got Sal that can take them. Even off the bench, you've got Shakiri that can take them. But if you need Virgil to take a free kick, he can do it. He can take corners as well, but yeah. obviously he's, he's so good at scoring off corners that you don't put him on corners because that, that would just be ridiculous. Yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, Virgil van Dijk, not being mean to any of your squad, but there are a lot of midgets in your squad. So Yeah, there are. Oh, there are a few midgets, but I don't think Virgil's one of them. What a, what a big hunk of a man he is. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful man. Yeah, usually. Yeah, do you want to move on to other centre back? Uh, I think Joel Matip. I'm going to start with Joel Matip. Very underrated. I said at the start of the season that he's going to he's going to prove people wrong and he's going to do well, and he, ha- he has done that um, throughout the entire season. He's had he's had the injury. Um, Joe Gomez, Matip. I'm not sure which one of them is really the start and centre back, so I'm just going to talk about them both at the same time. Um, you see with you see with Matip. That when Matip's injured, Gomez comes in. And then when Gomez is injured, yeah, Matip, he comes in. So, it's it's I've, we've not really seen them be fit at the same time that much. So, I, I'm not fully sure on who the starting centre-back really is. I think go in, um, in a few years' time, it will be Gomez for sure. Um, just because he's young, he's, he's fast and strong, and he's got a lot of potential. Yeah, I do think he is a... I do think. Are you, are you going on about? It's not about Gomez or... being young, strong, fast with a lot of potential, and he, and he can play right back Gomez as well. Yeah, I think I think Gomez very strong, very powerful uh, individual. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure if he uh, came to my, pretty sure if he tackled me, he'd knock me. Just so you know, but I'm not keeping in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he is strong. He's not as tall as Matabo Van Dijk. So you you see at yeah. times he's not as good in the air, but he's you know he's only six foot one, six foot two, uh, which I'm not saying that's small, but for the for the centre back when you consider how tall Ramos, PK, etc., you see how tall they are. Um, but Gomez you know, he makes up for it with the strength on the floor. So remember that uh, little scrapper Sterling. Oh, oh, nice. I know, I know oh. the other brawl in the England. Um, in the England, what you call it, room. But if you watch the Liverpool City yeah. game, 
a few days before that happened. Sterling tried to square up to Gomez. Gomez just picks Sterling up by his armpits and shoves him back. I know, but the thing is, uh, he made he made he made Sterling look like he looked out five. Oh yeah, um, Sterling smoked himself though. Sterling's I... like five foot seven, five foot eight at tops, and Gomez is like what a good five or six inches taller than him. It's just funny because, like, as a tall individual, I really know about oh, being yeah. taller. You know, I'm a big titan. Me, I'm a oh yeah, I'm um, I'm a midget. Me, you know, big six foot one midget. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. The only difference is that uh, one of us is actually telling the truth. Yeah, I am yeah. telling the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't believe him, boys. Yeah, but I, yeah, I think I think you know, uh, as me, I'm. I mean, if I ever met Sterling, I'd probably be taller than You're him. You're probably around the same height as him, to be honest. How is it? I mean, they are a lot of tall individuals in our school, but we can't no, that's, go on about that. Not, not enough um, time yeah. in the world to talk about some of the beasts that we know. I'm the absolute yeah. beasts. But I'm yeah. going to move on to Andy Robertson, our left-back. Fantastic player. Yeah. Probably the best left-back in the world now. Is that safe to say? I think it is. Yeah, he's he's literally... One of the nicest oh, guys yeah, in um, football. The thing he does for the community, um, you can see as well how much he loves to be here. And a story on how he got to Liverpool, it's it's not insured, it's just inspired him. Like, he started off at Celtic. Celtic released him because they thought he was too small. And Robertson, obviously, he didn't let that defeat him. He bulked up, he, got, he took himself, he ended up getting signed by Hull. And then eventually, you know, Klopp had been watching him from a distance not in a weird way or anything like that that just that just sounds really weird and gay but um, Rob, um, Robertson got signed by Liverpool £6 million you know um, Klopp took the chance on him and that chance really has paid off £6 million. what a steal what a steal £6 million, yeah but yeah, Robertson, he's legit one of my favourite footballers in the Premier League. Uh, under Huming Son, because Son is my favourite football player in the Premier at the minute, because, uh, you know, he's just a yeah, really good lovely footballer. guy, Son. Um, Robertson, as well, as we, as we were saying, he's, he's another one. Um, just the thing he does for the community. I'm, I'm very proud to say that we've got a man like that at our, at our club. Let's say now. Uh, if I ever saw Son in real life, first thing I'd do is just... Walk up to him, give him a big hug. Uh, he, nah, the lad, um, just like, he's always, like, not always happy. We've seen him show, like, emotion when he's, he's made his mistakes. When um, he kind of, like, he kind of caused Andre Gomez's injury. What you're seeing, that it hurts him to, to do yeah. that, and that wasn't his intention. That'll be unpopular. I know some Everton fans that might watch this would, um, would probably disagree with me on that, but... Yeah, I think Andre Gomez is a. Uh, I think Andre Gomez injury wasn't. It, it was already early for most of it, but Son. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a long story, and it's probably a topic for another, another completely different time. But you, but but you know, do you think Son? I think already has been one centre. Yeah, but Son didn't. Bother with the red. He uh, he just took mm. the red and he just. I think, I think 
he felt too guilty to argue because he had a small part. I would have given Son Yellow or the Red me. That's what I would have done as that day. But um, yeah. Yeah, do you want to talk about do you want to talk about uh, Jordan Henderson? Absolutely, yeah, I want to talk about Jordan Henderson. What I love about our Hendo, he's made his career out of proving that Dallas is wrong. We got him from Sunderland. Everyone said he's not he's not going to do good at this club. He's proved people wrong over these last eight years. People said to them, he, he's not going to take over as captain from Gerard when Gerard leaves. When Gerard's career was was done and dusted, Henderson took over as captain, and then he started saying. Hendo's not going to be good enough to captain this club. He'll never, he'll never, he'll never be anywhere near as good as Gerrard. And although I don't think anyone will ever top Gerrard's captainship at Liverpool, ever, he's still done a hell of a job. And he's probably as close as we could have got to, to Gerrard realistically. And he's, he's played this role really well as, as the captain. Yeah, I agree. He's a very, very... Uh... In my opinion, he's got a lot of energy, Henderson. So much stamina. Yeah, he's got... Um, it's amazing to see him, how he works hard in that midfield. Probably works harder than just about any other any other player. And yeah. we've got a team full of hard-working players. That's a hard thing to accomplish. Just He doesn't get loads of goals and assists, but the things he does, the leadership, he drops back, he plays balls forward as well, that he doesn't get enough credit for, in my opinion. And he's just, in general, when we don't have Henderson, we panic a bit. Like, we've seen, we've lost to Watford 3-0. We didn't have Henderson. We lost two legs against Atletico. No Henderson. We have bad performances where we just scraped wins against the likes of West Ham, likes of Norwich. And that was because of no Henderson. We were shaky. And I think we really do need Henderson's leadership and his ability in that team. And for me, other than Kevin De Bruyne, Henderson's the second best midfielder in the Premier League right now. Because De Bruyne, yeah. he's a whole other level of talent, De Bruyne, but... Yeah, I think, personally, I think De Bruyne is absolutely amazing, but we're not here to talk about De Bruyne, here to talk about Henderson. But I think Henderson, he's a great captain. I agree. Best captain in the world. People say Ramos is, but he's got too many discipline problems for me, Ramos. I think nah, I think he should be for England. I don't know he why Harry Kane's the, the England captain. Henderson. What does Harry Kane bring to the table? Where's his leadership coming from? I, I'm not an England fan personally, so you can keep Harry Kane as your captain for all I care. I just think it's a bit a bit of a disgrace to Henderson. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like Kane. He he scores goals. He scores goals, he but where's score where's goals. his leadership? The lad, yeah, the lad couldn't lead. A, a bunch of chickens with seeds on Minecraft. That's how. That's how. Like, how much of a captain he is. I don't. Is he even? Is he even Spurs' captain? I think he is. I, I don't. I don't know to be honest. But I just don't see why he's the captain. I think I it should go, be Henderson. Hugo Lloris is Spurs' captain, but when Hugo oh, Kane's, is Kane's the vice captain, then he does. Yeah, he's he even the captain of Spurs, so I don't see why he's. He, he gets to be the captain of England. I mean, obviously, as I say, I'm not. I'm not personally an England fan, but I just think again, it's it's a dishonest to Jordan Henderson, and he he should be the England captain, and it winds me up a bit that he's not. Yeah, I think he really should be the England captain. But do you want to move on to Jimmy Wine album? Great, we've seen him. He's a great player. 
Um, he put he puts in work as we've seen. He's got he's got stamina himself. There's a lot of stamina in that midfield overall. He turns up in the big games. He scored against Sheffield United, the winner. We've seen he came off the bench against Barcelona. He came in. He he scored two goals. He done he done great there. Um, to you know, he was the main one of the main reasons we came back against Barcelona to beat them four three. Um, greatest night of my life. Thank you, Genie and Origi. We'll get on to Origi later, but Genie as well. He turns up in the big moments, and I think he could go at the end of his contract in the summer. But yeah, I I do think I do think he will go at the end of his contract. When his contract does, I think he will go, and I think think. Uh, where would he go? Where do you think he'd right, go? I genuinely think he'll go because um, we know Newcastle have they've come across a bit of money. Um, as I could see Genie going there. He'll get paid high wages for the start. Um, as we know, Newcastle have a lot of new farm money. He'll get paid a couple wages. He'll go back to his old club, and he'll he'll do well for them because he, he's a he's a good player. So I could see him possibly leaving us to go to Newcastle. Yeah, but Newcastle, uh, what if the takeover falls through? Like, what if it falls through? Then why do you think he'll go? Because he won't be going well, if, to if, Newcastle then. If somehow the um, money doesn't come through for them, then that's kind of hilarious. I mean, I like Newcastle with that. It would be quite funny. But do you know, um, do you know who, if the, you know... No, in fact, now nah, I'm I'm saving that. I'm going to save that for next week on the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's that's a whole topic for another another time. Newcastle. Yeah, let's speak about the next the week. Other, uh, yeah, right. Fabinho. You know when when you see Trent go forward and you need a midfielder to cover for him, it's usually Fabinho. Fabinho, he's played right back when he was at Monaco. Um, we've seen as well he can play centre back when we were, when we had Matip and Gomez injured. In the Champions League, I yeah. think it was against Bayern, if I'm or Porto, it was one or the other. I think it was Bayern though. We have Fabinho drop into centre back, and he played alongside Virgil, and he he done a good job. So, yeah, I'm I'm happy to see yeah. him, see him there. there. He's just in general, he can is, play a lot of different is, positions. Is he only he's 24, 25. 20? I know he looks like he looks like he's got a mortgage. Like with his bald head and that, but he's still very young, and I think he will become. If he isn't world class already, he will be in three or four years' time. He if probably he is, is but I think he'll only get better as time goes on. Why do you think he'll go next? Like, if you, I'd good. like to think he stays with us for um, a good four or five years, but and then after that, he's played. He's played at Real Madrid before. I'm not sure if he if he'd go back. Um. I think he'd uh, just uh, go to the MLS. Maybe, maybe he even goes to China. He gets money there if, if China's not um, giving out money. But... I think the MLS. I think the MLS. Mm, it's it's going to be years down the line for, before Fabinho probably leaves. I'd like to think, considering that, like how young he is. Mm. If he does leave, the MLS think, will be more appealing. Because... I think Fabinho, we should definitely try our best to Keep all keep all them because um he's a talent he, he truly is um a talented player so 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, do you want to move on to your right winger? Mo Salah, fantastic player. Another lad like Allison. We got him from Roma. Um, everyone, everyone, you know, they claim one season wonder all that, all that rubbish. Even though he had one great season, thirty-two Premier League goals. Um, twenty eighteen, we we um got to a Champions League final that year, and I think Salah mm-hmm. would have made such a huge difference for us that if Ramos wouldn't have injured Salah, started that game, we would have had a. Even though we were probably still the underdogs, we would have had a chance of beating Real Madrid. I don't even think anyone would have been capable of stopping Salah, to be honest. I do think, I do know where you're coming from, but like it depends. Who on on the, bench, the bench, we had... Um, I'm trying to think. I'm sure this was the... I, think, I don't think we got Fabinho at this point. We didn't have Fabinho. We definitely didn't have Alisson. Um... I think we still had we still had Virgil, we still had Robertson, we still had Trent. Although Rob, Robertson and Trent, and even Virgil to an extent, weren't what they were now. They were still developing. Uh, but yeah, midfield we had Henderson. I think on the bench, we didn't have that much. That we had like Sturridge and Moreno and yeah, we had Daniel. I think I can't remember who. I think it was Daniel Sturridge who came off the bench for him. If you recall correctly, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure who came off the bench for Salah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't great, and obviously they just didn't have that much of an impact. Who else wasn't like? I think it was either Jordan Ibe or Dominic Slanky. I don't think we had Ibe at this point. We got rid of Ibe um, a few years prior, or at least a year or two prior. I think we had still had Solanke though. Blanky, I don't even know how he managed to get to a Champions League final. He's dropped off now. When we first sold him, I was thinking, oh, I wanted to keep him, but seeing what I was going on at Bournemouth, it was probably for the better that we sold him. I think he's got one goal all season. He's a striker. That's Joe Linton. Joe Linton's fantastic. I mean, I don't think Newcastle need the money. Been off off the rich Saudi princes. Just put Joe Linton. He'll, He'll win the club every trophy in the world, mate. I know, I mean, I think his one goal was versus Spurs and uh, how do you score against Tottenham Hotspur and then go yeah, on a run? I like, like the way like, the only goal. club he scores against is actually a top six club. I, I don't actually remember the goal myself, but like, that, that's funny. Probably, I, 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 I wasn't watching, um, I don't even recall him scoring to be honest, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Um, I'd, I'd have to fact check that one myself, but... And you know, we should just Joel Linton should pack his bags and just he should be in, he should be yeah, in the championship. He can go to the championship as long as he isn't coming to Liverpool. My god, um, but yeah, yeah Salah, fantastic player, a lot of pace, a lot of skill. Um, he's he's been he had one great season, but he's still been great afterwards. So, yeah, yeah, let's move on to your centre forward. Not striker, centre forward, because I made that in the last recording. That yeah, we, we, we don't talk about well, that, that never happened. That. Yeah, that happened. But yeah, centre forward. Firmino. Uh, Firmino, he is a absolute magical striker. He can come on, he can come in. Like, if the front post, he can score on the front post. He yeah, can score on the back his, post. his skill moves as well. Get him out of... Um... Get him out quite a bit of um, you know, shovel. He can play balls through to 
the wingers. He drops into the midfield as well. He puts the pressure on the defenders, causes them to make mistakes. His work rate is just like he's up. He's up there with Henderson when it comes to pure work rate and how important he is for the team. Uh, next up, I think, uh, next up, we've got uh, Fadio Mane. Oh, yeah. Um, another brilliant player. We got another player we got from Southampton as well. He's probably the only player yeah. in the team faster than Salah. Um, he's rapid. He, he scores goals. He scored in, the, in that 2018 Champions League final as well. He was our only player to score, score a goal there when we lost 3-1 in the end. But, yeah, Mane, great player. Absolutely top, fantastic, brilliant, amazing boss, Sadio Mane. What a player he is. And yeah, he's just generally fantastic, isn't he? What's not to love about Sadio Mane? And especially with the stuff he does in the community as well. I genuinely think that if, if somehow Real Madrid can convince Liverpool to give them money for either Aiden Hazard or, you know, Big Bad Bale, Big Bad Bale. I don't think they do a direct swap. I, I, I don't think, I can't see a swap deal happening. I think, I think Klopp is smart enough. Klopp likes to pick his own, his own guys. Um, we, we've seen that. So I don't think there's anyone at Real Madrid that particularly want, I think he would, if, if he was to sell to Real Madrid, he'd want just 120, 140 million up front. And he'd want to, he'd want to keep that, and he'd spend it. I'd I'd, I'd say uh, I'd say Vinicius Junior and hundred and ten up front. That is yeah, that Vinicius. And he's I know he's kind of he's flopped a bit, but he's still only eighteen, nineteen. He is going to get better. He is going to get better. Um, yes, he is. So that would that wouldn't be a bad deal. I'd still be hesitant to take it, to be honest, just because I love Manny that much, but. If if somehow they manage to convince us on that swap deal, because swap deals they're quite rare in football nowadays. You don't see them as much as you as you did in the past. On FIFA, yeah, I know you FIFA, can abuse like... them on FIFA, but real life yeah. football isn't a FIFA career mode as much as I love abusing swap deals on that. You know, yeah. So you, you don't see swap deals more. I think yeah. if Mane was to go, it would be for the price tag around one hundred and twenty or one hundred and forty million, maybe even more than that. With the money in football nowadays, it's going mental. But Mane, he would have to go for a lot of big money. And I think Klopp would, at least I hope, and I've got faith in Klopp that he'd spend that money wisely if Mane did have it in his heart to, to leave and go to you know, Madrid like a lot of players do dream of. Yeah, let's move on to the bench. Uh, obviously, and uh, we're going to start off with Adrian, obviously. I'm gonna give my opinion on him first. I just don't think he. I think he. He was. He was absolutely amazing uh, when the season uh, first oh, yeah, started, uh, and then he just dropped off in the second half. And uh, Liverpool fans have been giving him <clears> a few unfair. I'd, I'd like to wins. think that's not all Liverpool fans though, because again, our club motto. Is that you'll never walk alone? We will stick by our players and we will be able to defend them through the hard times. That's what I do, and that's what the proper fans do. I'm sick of all these plastics coming in, seals doing well, so they come into our club, and then as soon as things go wrong, they start bashing players, they start abusing them on social media, and that's that's not right. If Adrian needs their messages that you send them, that's not going to make him play better. 
that's going to make him feel like crap. And he's only even had a few bad games. He had a bad game against Atletico. And he had a bad game against Chelsea. He's had two bad games. And that's it. He's had more good games than he's had bad this season. Plastic fans consist of, like, probably people who are... They don't... They don't like, you'd ask them, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, who's Steven Gerrard? I don't even know. Yeah, that's from. like... We, we've got so many, so many um, plastic fans coming in. But I think that, that happens to any successful club. But at the end of the day, one day we're probably going to go back to being crap. If Klopp leaves, things go wrong for us financially, anything like that. Uh, we'll go back to being crap, but the true fans, I think, well, I know for the fact we'll always remain, and we've seen dark times before, and we'll stick, we'll win- stick through this beautiful club no matter what happens. <laughs> we've won the Europa won League, Europa yeah. League, um, just we won it in two thousand and one. I think was the last time, if I recall correctly, it might have been, I might have done it more recently than that, though I'm not. So, but last I recall, it was 2001 we won the Europa League. We've won it before that, but 2001 was the last time. How exactly think it's, you won I think it's like it's two or three times, something like something like that. Yep, yeah, but I genuinely see you if you drop back into the Europa League, if you ever do, and I yeah, didn't think you'll um, win that, it because that's, of it. With this team, we dominate the Europa League, but if we ever do... Say we have a bad season, at some point we come third in our group and we drop into the Europa League. Maybe we maybe we lose some of our star players and we start we start declining clock leaves, we'll be in that fifth or sixth um place slump and we will go into the Europa League. I still think we'd hopefully have a decent shot at it. Um obviously I know we um when a big team goes into the Europa League, they get laughed at, but at the end of the day, if we can win it, a trophy is a trophy, do you know what I mean, lad? Yeah. Also, the Europa League, uh, I think they're very underrated. It's very prestigious, to be honest. Other than the the Premier League and the Champions League, I don't think there's anything else a Premier League club could win that's more important than the Europa League for me. Yeah, I mean, I genuinely see Wolves actually winning the Europa League this season. If it carries on, they'd have a chance. I've got United have been on a good run, so I've got a bad feeling that they could take it, um, to be honest. Nah, if, United, United, if United, yeah. United, oh, uh, legit, sorry, carry on. United, have, United have got Champions League this season, in my opinion, no matter what, because they're gonna. Prove if it. you keep the form up, uh, then there's no Leicester. doubt. But you, you know what, United are like they're up and down. They have good spikes of um, they have good spikes, um, good form. Then they go down and they start losing the crap clubs. Then they start beating good clubs. They're on a good run. They're beating everyone. Then they go down. It's very inconsistent. They can't keep it up over Le- the season. Yeah, I don't see Leicester bottling the. Uh, no, nah, Leicester will qualify the Champions, for the Champions League. League. I, 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 I definitely. I think. I think the top four now will be the top four at the end of the season. Uh, well, I think it'll be Liverpool, City, Chelsea, Leicester who will qualify for Champions League. Whether whether I'm not sure what order that's in, but. Oh, what do you mean City? City yeah, about? My my mistake. But that'll be the top four, and then fifth place it'll be it'll be Man, Man United. That's what I meant by United will probably end up end up getting it. Um, so if City are banned, then the next place drops down to fifth. So United will come fifth and, and get it if the season carries on as planned. Yeah, I mean, I don't see Liverpool 
Yeah, who else? Who else is on the um, bench? Dejan Lovren, another man who's got a lot of got a lot of stick for having bad performances. That's not very fair, in my opinion. Um, because he's done loads for our club. He's he scored winning goals against Dortmund to get us to the Europa League finals. Just, just in in general, like he got he Dejan Lovren. Even though we didn't win it, is the reason we got to the twenty sixteen Europa League final. And he replied to my brother on Twitter. That's what a guy, honestly. What a guy. I don't really, I don't use Twitter that much, so I the only social medias I properly use are Insta and Snapchat, to be honest with you. Is, um, I, 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 I'm always I, I browse on, I'm Reddit always as well. I browse Reddit, but other, other than that, like I don't really, I don't, bo- I don't really bother with Twitter. I don't, I don't do Facebook because I'm not a fifty-year-old man. <laughs> I know. But the the thing is, I mean, I love Snapchat. I'm always on Snapchat. It's like oh, I can't get off it. Like, when when I'm not when I'm not like on the Xbox or doing something else, and you just bored, you just go on Snapchat and like yeah, yeah, because you just have like you just have people on really uh, they they just not very uh, not very smart. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. You just don't. You don't, you don't have loads of. In my opinion, you don't have lots of people that uh, lots of people on Snapchat. They they just they just post random uh, stuff. Like, that why, 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 uh, the stuff that you see on people's stories sometimes. You know, like you. Why I don't see why people just put on the story Snapchat me. Like I've never popped up to anyone once who has put Snapchat me on their story. Not once in my lifetime have I ever done that. And the stuff where they put no like replies or slow I, I, replies that, yeah, yeah, as if I'm asked how fast your replies are going to be. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think I only have an allowance for one person who says snap me. I've got me to do it. I just don't understand. I just don't understand it, me personally. I don't understand. Exactly. If you, if you, you, if you want to put that normally? on your story, you probably want someone to message them. So, you know what? Right? Anyone who's listening to this, if you've got someone you want to talk to, reach out to them, start a conversation with them, let them know you're thinking of them, although don't make it sound too weird, because that's, that's just a bit strange, isn't it? But pop up to them, yeah. be like, yo, what's happening? Everything good? Just, just yeah. do it. Take that leap of faith. Yeah, also, move on to the field's next player on the bench. Uh, we're, we're going to defend first. Yeah, um, Nathaniel Klein. He'll, as I said, I think like all of them, he will be going in the summer. He's been injured all season. There's not much to talk about with him. I just thought I'd, I'd mention him briefly. He's, he's still part of the team. I love Klein, but he's old. He's slowing down. He's injury prone. He's been. He's had a long term injury. I think he's he's like he's late twenties, early thirties. Which for a fullback, he's getting on a bit. He doesn't even look that old. He, he looks, looks young, but 19. trust me, he's getting on. Um, yeah, right. James Milner. Next. Right. Another one, right. I think this is this is situational. If Leeds get promoted, James Milner will go back to Leeds. If Leeds stay down, he will stay with us um, for, you know, another year, another year or two. Whenever, he'll go to Leeds when Leeds get promoted and he'll go and captain Leeds. He's our vice-captain. I love him, but he's, he's 33, 34, and even though we can play left-back, right-back, anywhere in midfield, even when he was faster back in his day, he play on the wings, just 
he's just like he's the per- he's the perfect bedroom partner because he can go in any position you want. Am I right, lads? Hey. <laughs> mate, that's like, mate, that is that is one oh, of the I'll best, him, best jokes ever. But um, yeah, seriously, um, top player. I'm gonna miss him if he goes goes to Leeds, but it's his boyle club. I think that that's what'll be in his heart at the end of the day. So. Do you reckon of any goalkeepers like? Got injured. I mean, every single one of them. Like, can't even. Oh yeah, James Milner. If I was gonna have you know, any outfield player going goals for us, it'd be James Milner because I trust him to play any position. Genuinely, he probably he probably just round. jump up to the crossbar and start heading all the goals up. No, in fact, he probably he probably find a way to, um, you know, run from one goal to the other. And still may hold the saves. That's how. That's how much stamina he's got. He's wanted to run around something to be happy to just stand there in a goal all, all game. Yeah, like pro clubs, but you know, pro clubs nah, hasn't I been that, that fun recently. Pro clubs has been a bit of a mess now, to be honest. But I think that's everyone really. Yeah, obviously. But yeah, pro clubs hasn't been as good as it was since. It came out. Uh, pro clubs, I think pro clubs, they invented it in like FIFA 13, but at least they invented drop-ins with, um, you know, you'd be a pro in like FIFA 12, FIFA 13, that time it was. Um, I think it was a thing, I don't know if it was a thing in FIFA 11, but I know it existed in FIFA 12. Yeah, okay. Let's move on Let's move on to um, midfielders. Another one we can just mention quickly, Lalana. He's he's going in the summer again. Um, he's probably, gone. he's just he's, his best years with us are done. He's good enough to play Premier League football, but he's not good enough to to be playing for Liverpool. He wants to play regular football. He's not going to get that at our club. So, we can I just can on. I just read a tweet real quick? I wish Adam Lallana Lama would score more often for Liverpool. Who said that? Uh, this guy on Twitter, but you Brilliant. didn't say Lana. Uh, I, 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 think um, he's he's gone. He's he's gonna he's gonna go in the summer. Uh, I like Lana. You know, I like just about everyone on this team to be honest. But it's his time to go. He, he's done everything he can do for for our club. He scored that goal against Man United um, this season. That's probably his last big moment for us to be honest. And. He's gonna go in the summer. It'd be sad to see him go, and I hope he does well wherever wherever he, he goes once he's done with us. Uh, Lana, your time is up. Basically, uh, um, he might stay. We we don't know for sure if he's going, but let, I can't see him staying for much longer. He doesn't get much game time. Yeah, right. Who's next? Yes, Shakiri. Another one who will go in the summer, but I think he's good enough to stick around on our bench, but. He doesn't want to. He he wants to play more football. He yeah, wants, sure. wants to play first team. I don't think he's happy. He's happy at, at Liverpool um, anymore. He, he He's probably good enough to be playing first team football, so I don't think it's worth keeping him just captive on our, our bench when he, he does probably just want to go no. Go and do do other things. Um, and he deserves that chance. I think we'll make 20, 20 or so million off him, 25 million. And that that'll be that'll be that, and hopefully we bring in someone like a bit younger than Shakiri, with with similar <laughs> similar assets to him, or maybe we just spend that money on another position. I'm not sure, but we'll make good money off him. Shakiri can be happy. 
and Right. I was because because he's not a yo hello hello yeah good uh, I, I generally uh, he's not been a he's a he's dealt with the situation oh yeah he's, not, he's, not he's currently told Klopp that he, he probably wants yeah. wants to go we don't know for sure if he's even said that that's just that's just like that's how low down he's keeping it he doesn't kick up a fuss or cry about it or refuse to play He's not like what Coutinho done. He's not. He's not. He's not anything. Anything like that. He's. He's. He's dealt with it in such a, a classy yeah. way. How we know he's not happy is that he's just. He just doesn't play to the level he did last year. He just every time. No, I think the pitch, he's, he's trying his best. He doesn't come on as often as well as part as part of it. Yeah. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a vicious. Cycle. We've seen him. He's done well in against Everton this season. He looked. He looked happy enough then. You've seen. Seen him. Um. That you've seen yeah. him come off the bench even. You know, last season against Man, Man United, when he scored them two goals to secure us a win at Anfield against against United. Uh, but yeah, it's probably yeah. is um it's time to go. I love Shakiri. I'll keep him ideally, but if he's not happy, I don't think it's right to keep an unhappy player where he doesn't want to be, and we should let him spread his wings and and fly and fly off into the. To the sunset, and that's that. Yeah. Let's move um, on Chamberlain. to oh, Chamberlain. Goals he scores from distance. He can go on the wings. He's got pace. He's got he's got dribbling skills. He's a fantastic player. He's still 24, 25, 26, something something like that. He's in his mid twenties anyway. He's got time to improve. Even more than he already has, I think he's arguably the most underrated Liverpool player. Doesn't get to talk the most, um, anywhere near enough in my life. And, um, I think I think he's he's a he's yeah. a fantastic player, and I'd love to keep hold of him as much as we can, and give him more playing time next season as well. Yeah, yeah and let's, let's be honest, uh, as a, as a Bolton fan, I really don't want to a lot about scoring goals. He scored quite a few goals. And if the rumours are true, we might be getting him in the summer. £100 million. £100 million, million, million like, bid. That's just so much money. Um, yeah, I'm sure Bolton can afford that. Uh, yeah, yeah Bolton's top player and he's got a lot of upside. But speaking of midfielders with a lot of upside, Naby Keita. Oh, Naby Keita. I'm, I'm going to be serious with you, Holly. I genuinely think if Bolton... Because uh, we're worth about fifty million. If we we put a bid in for Naby Keita for fifty yeah, million, I genuinely but, think we should uh, get. Would Naby Keita want to go to Bolton? Is the thing. Yes, we're very attractive. Very attractive. Very sound, attractive definitely room. not just. You know, it's not. It's not horrible, but it's not like. Let's just say it doesn't. It doesn't compare to my city. I'll tell you that now. Well, it's probably playing rainy nights sure. in Stoke. Rain, rainy, what is it? Cold, wet, rainy nights in Stoke or something like that, whatever the saying goes. But Kaiser, we brought him in for 50 million. Maybe he's not he's not shown that he's worth that, but he's still young. Uh, he's got a lot of lot of upside, a lot of talent, and I think he's, he's as he gets more and more game time, as we've seen him get game time while he's being fit, I think a lot of his problems have come down to just injury. We'll see, we'll see him do um, good for himself in in the future. I do think he's got a got a future at Liverpool. Yeah. Do 
Do you want to um, move on to uh, who do you call them? Divock obviously. I was just Divock thinking, is there anywhere else we've missed in the midfield? But no, um, we've covered the entire midfield there. Divock my personal favourite Liverpool player. Um, even even before the Barcelona comeback, I think he was my favourite player. Um, just well, he, st- he started scoring them last minute winning goals, and he reminded me just from scoring last minute goals. We seen another Liverpool player do that back in the day, didn't we? Someone who's um, very familiar with Bolton himself, yeah. David and Gog, my all-time favourite footballer. But the Vokadi, yeah. he, he reminds me a bit of David and Gog, and Obviously. if you remind me of David and Gog, I probably love you. That's it's as simple as that. Um, but he come in, he comes off the bench when you need him. He scores that. He scores the crucial goals. He waits the la- that last minute. He scores winners. It's it's just amazing to to see. He he. He's there when you need him and when it counts, and he can come off that bench, and he's happy to come off that bench and hit you with that yeah. that impact that he, he can have from there. Yeah, he's actually uh, just like uh, he's better than David Engog in my opinion. What did you just say? For me, don't get. He's better than David Engog. Don't get angry at me. I prefer not to speak. Well, think about it. Uh, he's, he's for, he's, he was playing for Budapest on but now he's now he's gone to Zalgiris in Lithuania. Yeah, and uh, when in Liverpool, but right, David Ngog, ninety-six minute um, goal against Man United, greatest moments of my life, probably first ever ever match I I properly watched, first ever Liverpool match I properly fully watched. Um, the the reason David and Goggy made me fall in love with this with this club, to be honest, and I don't think anyone will ever top David and Gog for me. Um, I mean, he's not the best striker in the world. Oh yeah, got home um, I agree to disagree on that one. Um, David and Gog, obviously, he's 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 the most talented footballer in the world. He's got the biggest penis in all of football, which I'm not sure why that's relevant. I just had to throw that in there, but. Origi is a close second yeah. for well, both talent yeah, and a... penis length. Yeah, I've got to throw the penis length in there. Oh, penis God, penis that just sounds wrong. No, no, I'm probably going to put on a sex offenders list for all these comments and make them yeah. pack it in, though. Yeah, of course. And I think... I genuinely think he's very... He's very good. Very good at uh, coming off the bench and scoring late winners. Everton, so he scored more goals past Everton, Everton than he has any other club. When, Bet, bet he scored four goals past Everton, you know. That's more, I think that's more than any current oh, Liverpool player now, if I'm not that. mistaken. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have we well, we haven't team? talked about um, Bruce, like, you know, the some lads that we've got in the youth academy. You know, we've got Bruce there, very good potential. He's always on loan. Harvey Elliott, we see come through. Um, He's on the bench. He's only 16, 17. 17, he recently turned 17 because he got put on FIFA. Curtis Jones, I think, not next season, season after that is going to be his breakout season. And he's that's when he's he's going to have that breakout season similar yeah. to Trent Alexander-Arnold coming from our youth academy, local Liverpool lad, boyhood, fan of the club. And he's going to go on and he's going to be a creative midfielder for us. A bit like a bit like how we've seen Phil Foden break through the City Academy. But I think he'll, he could even end up getting more game time than Foden. Personally, well, personally, if you're a local fan, I really like Phil Foden. No, no denying that. Like, I'm happy 
no matter what club you play for, I'm happy for anyone that grows up supporting their club and then goes on to accomplish their dream of playing for that club. That's the dream of every every football fan, every boy that has growing up to go and play for for their club. I'm sure. I'm not. I'm sure it's not just me who sits there thinking about scoring them 90th minute win goals yeah. in the Champions League Obviously, for your club. I think I think we've all been Obviously, guilty of doing that. I just got a phone call. I had to put the phone down. To my mate, it's my mate Becky. She's trying to have banter with me. Don't not. Have banter. Oh yeah, is that is that so <laughs> weird? That yeah, I see through you, lad. I see through you. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. I th- yeah, I think another lad we've got through in our youth academy. I I talked about him this preseason. He had a belter game against Everton. Obviously, Curtis Jones was probably the man of the match in that in that game where he scored that goal to beat Everton's first team. But another player I think was very underrated, Yasser Larucci. He's got he's so good on his weak foot. He's so good with his weak foot that you can't tell if he's left footed or right yeah, footed half the time. He can score goals from outside the box off his weak foot. He's got amazing dribbling skills, amazing skills. He's a left back, a right back. He can play on either wing as well. Um, Yasser Larucci, such a talented young player, very underrated. I watch him this preseason and I see him flashes of greatness. I see, you see glimpses of a future star. He, he just needs to sharpen up a bit. Maybe he's not right to be playing fullback because um, he isn't that great at actually fully defending. But once he becomes less low and if he, he becomes a top player, I think he is going to be world class. And I think it's he's one of the Liverpool players who've flown under the, yeah. under the radar completely. Yeah, Championship next season. Champion, do you think he'll go on? I think he could go on loan to the Championship. I don't think he'll get much playing time in this next coming season, I to be honest. Think permanent. No, no, no way. He's too good. He's too good. Jurgen Klopp. I think Jurgen Klopp knows that he's got potential and won't want to get rid of him. Hear me out. So, Bristol City are a very rich club in the Championship and they are pushing for promotion, right? They they Hmm. are talks for Bristol City that they are going to go on a spending spree. Do you know how Wolves did? Well, yeah, but I know they can go on a spending spree, but at the end of the day, if Liverpool don't want to let go of a player to a championship club, they've got the they've got more than enough pull to keep what, that player what? there. I think I think go him going alone to Bristol City is reasonable. I just don't think Klopp would want to let him, and let him I go. I think he will go because I'll be I'll be gutted if he goes to be honest because I think I think with the right um, nature if Klopp treats him right, which we know he has done with many players, Lucci he could turn out to be yeah. Like world class, and I think I think he will overcome Mares as the greatest Algerian footballer of all time. If he plays for Algeria, I know he's Algerian. He's half French, so he could go and play for the French national team as well. If if he when he gets to that sort of level, I could see him even being good enough to play yeah. for France. It'll be up to him in the end what decision he makes. Yeah. But is it, is that the whole team we've ran past? More or less, we've got we've got other youth academy kids like Hove, Van Den Berg with a lot of potential. But other than that, we've more or less covered every yeah, angle. I think there. Uh, that will be the end of the podcast today. Thank you if you're listening. Uh, this is a new podcast that we run every week, and we have got next week. What podcast are we doing next week? 
Um, well, we've got a few, we've got a few ideas on on what we could do. We've um, you know, we we know Newcastle. That's yeah. the topic that's hot at the minute. Everyone wants to talk about that. Uh, we've said something in the past about wanting to cover Leicester's success and our Leicester have transitioned from an EFL club to a you know a top end Premier League club, a consistent mainstay in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, you know, we, you know, as as you're a, an England fan, I'm an Ireland fan, so you know, rival nations, um, international football. That's another topic we could, we could cover. We've got so much, many ideas um, lined up that we can we can present to you. If the Bundesliga comes back, would if it comes back, I'll definitely be watching. If it, for people sure. would want to see us both react to a game at the same time, would people like to see that? Yeah, if we, if we can if we can get that done, then I, I think if we if we both um if we both watch it on the same channel as well, so it'll be on at the at the same time if we both watch it on um, yeah. on Sky Sports BC, yeah. whatever it's on, then yeah. That that'll be something that we can we can do. We can do it yeah. on um on a on a podcast. Yeah, so we're, we're gonna wrap it up here. Stay safe, stay indoors and do not go outside because uh, yeah, just... get we need to get football. Back. I'm I'm missing not only am I missing football, I'm missing my family, I'm I'm missing my friends. I know I know me and Sam we've had um we've we've had conversations on, on the phone previously. We've just done a fifty eight yeah. podcast together. Which it's just not the same as seeing him in real life. It's not the same as you know, playing alongside him on a on a football page. It's not it's not the same. I know you can you can always ring your family, but it's, again it's just not the same and there's no there's no sports on, there's no football. You know, me myself I know Sam doesn't really follow it, but I'm an NBA fan. You know, basketball. I, I follow all kinds of sports, and none of them are really on at the minute. So it's just it's just gotten to see that that none of that's none of that's on. And so I I just want everyone to stay safe, stay good, healthy yeah. as all. Well. And of course, um, at the end of the day, even if it if it's hard to stay indoors and not see people, you're doing doing it for the greater good. Yeah. You are do what you are doing by staying indoors will be for, for the greater good. Yeah, no, it's a great country of ours out so much. Yeah, it's so great. Is it the only great part of your country? Is a little area that I like to call Merseyside. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really good. The whole apart from apart from where we live, I, I can't give out because I don't want. Yeah, we're not we're not going to give out um not going to give out yeah, our location. I don't want to get my head bashed in for your. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like the way uh, where we live. Not no one knows. Who we <laughs> yeah, are, but... obviously. So yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I'll uh, guess all about podcast on now. Stay safe, stay indoors, and uh, Holly. I guess I'll be seeing you uh, next week on another podcast. Want to join? Brilliant. Looking forward to it. Right. Boss. See you. We'll see you lads later. And bye.